Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Boys Basketball. Brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Burks, the new Birdies Inn at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Ian Kelsey. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Varsity Boys Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. Tonight, the Exeter Eagles tangle with the Governor Mifflin Mustangs and it all gets started after these messages. You're listening not only tonight, but all season long to the Exeter Sports Network. We'll be right back. For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragosports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the end thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We're coming to you live, Shillington, Pennsylvania, Governor Mifflin High School, the site for tonight's crossover league battle between the Exeter Eagles, the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. Welcome into the Exeter Sports Network booth. Of course, joined by Ian Kelsey. Ian, say hi to the folks. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing tonight? We've got intern Ava Strauss with us. Ava, say hi. Hello, hello. And, of course, Jerry Gelliff, which we won't listen to now. Oh, yes, oh, you well. will. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he'd have to jump in. Hi, folks. I'm Darren Ziner. Ian Exeter's put themselves in a very difficult situation after that last game, a 59-54 loss to Muhlenberg. One would certainly say, and you very well could have said, they should have won, but a number of unforced errors, missed threes would doom them. They're going to have to learn from that game, reset tonight against the Mustangs. They're, they're definitely going to have to reset tonight. Uh, that was a tough game with 20-plus 20 20 turnovers, which has been a problem for Exeter all season. They have to really limit their turnovers for, in order for them to win. And our guys that are three-point shooters, have to take those wide open looks that they have. 
Talking about Exeter, the Eagles are 3-2 and two in Burke's two-league play. That's good for second place. They're a half game ahead of Conrad Weiser, 7-6 and six overall. Mentioning that Muhlenberg game, it was back and forth all night. Exeter a one-point lead after one, 12-11. Muhlenberg grabs a three-point lead, 27-24. Each team scores 14 in the third, so the Mules hold a 41-38 advantage going into the fourth. And this is where it gets interesting. Obviously, as we just talked about, a lot of things happened during the game. A questionable, flagrant foul against Jaden Ware. Ultimately, coach gets teed up for arguing. Didn't take long, really, for that to happen. And at that point, they're able. the Mules were able to hit some free throws down the stretch and come away with the victory. It's, 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 it's really hard when you're playing that hard and it's a one-point game and a referee takes the game into their hand. Yes, we want to foul them. Yes, we want to put them on the line because we want to see that they can miss the free throws so we have an opportunity. But you put that and say it's a flagrant and an intentional foul when there was no intent in that foul at all. But it's, it's part of the game. But if Exeter doesn't turn the ball over, they win the game. And, and, and that's their biggest problem. Alex Kelsey, Kevin Sins led the Eagles 15 points apiece. Brady Murray actually hit three threes. He finished with nine. Reese Garvin, Aiden Dauble had four. Jaden Kantner, Shamar Killen, 20 apiece from the Mules. Alex Kayato, 15. The challenge in this game, Muhlenberg had four players in the scoring column, three of which in double figures, Ian, they come away with that victory. They, they were, Shamar was really attacking the glass. Every time he took the shot, or any time of his teammates took a shot, I don't know how many different um, offensive rebounds he had and putbacks he had in that game, but Exeter has to clean up the backhand of being able to rebound on the defensive side of the ball. Turning our attention to Governor Mifflin very quickly, they're coached by Brian Robel. He's in his second season with the Mustangs. Last season, 3-8 and eight in Burks won, 7-15 overall. They come into tonight's game in a very difficult Burks won one and five, five and ten overall. They've lost six of their last seven. Most recently, a 63 39 loss to Burks Catholic. Six foot two inch junior guard Matt Kohler leads the Mustangs in scoring at 10.8. However, Ian, as Exeter wasn't quite sure where they were going to get the scoring from. He's the only one in double figures for yeah. the Mustangs. Yeah, Matt Kaler is the, is, is the only one in double figures, and it's going to be a real difficult task for them to be able to score tonight because Exeter's defense, they do play well on the defensive side of the ball when they don't turn the ball over and, and, and get easy run out. So if they protect the ball tonight, it sh if they don't win by 20 tonight, I'd be disappointed. Five-foot, six-inch junior guard, Dynamo Andrew Galantuomo adds 8.7. This kid, he'll put yeah, the yeah. three up from anywhere, Ian. He's <laughs> going to drive the lane, so it's going to be something that the defense on the perimeter will be key. Very athletic young man. And if you give him a little bit of space, he might actually dunk on you, so you've got to be very careful. He's, he's, he's really a good player, but I'm like, they don't have enough firepower, and I don't think that they should be, be able to stay in the game with Exeter tonight. Six-foot-two-inch junior guard Bryce Detweiler, a pitcher on the Governor Mifflin Mustangs team. He averages 7.4. After that, there's a considerable drop-off. So at that point, they average 46.5 points per game on offense. They give up 53.4. They've hit 65 threes. Ian, it's a young Mustang team. No seniors in the starting rotation. 
So obviously they're still looking to get their footing in Burks 1. It's going to be a lot of growing pain. So this season, they're, they're probably just building for next season. So it should be really interesting to see how well and how they finish out the season and go into the next season. No doubt. We're waiting, I believe, for the starting five. Whereas I know it for Exeter, we'll see as far as who the Mustangs actually put out there for their five. So starting with Exeter, they'll start out with the five foot 11 inch senior guard, Alex Kelsey, the six foot three inch senior point guard, Kevin Sens, the six foot three inch senior forward, Reese Garvin. A six foot two inch junior guard, Brady Murray and Aiden Dauble comes in six foot three and a sophomore forward. That's who we'll have for Exeter. And Ian, you take a look at that starting five, a very formidable starting five for Exeter. Exeter has a lot of firepower over, all over this court. I'm like, you have shooters, you have guys that can drive to the paint and kick to, the, to your shooters. But it's just the turnovers, that's their biggest issue this season. And if, if they can ever clean that up, I think they should be really, I, mean, I don't know what kind of issues is going on with the team right now and how they're feeling, but they should be very disappointed about the last loss. Taking a look as to the starting lineup for the Governor Mifflin Mustangs, and we'll give that to you in a second. As I believe, we will go silent for the playing of our national anthem. The starting lineup for the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. It'll be five foot six inch junior guard Andrew Galantuomo, six foot three inch junior forward Jameer Johnson, six foot two inch junior guard Matt Kohler, five foot ten inch junior guard Javian Pletz, and six foot two inch junior forward Bryce Detweiler. So while we're waiting for the tip-off to take place will bring in our intern, Ava Strauss. Ava, what's been 
the mood. You've seen basketball players. What's been their mood since that Muhlenberg loss? They are very good at keeping their heads up. They've been positive. I have a few classes with a few of the boys, and they just always have a positive game, like mindset about the next game. They always think we're going to play well, scratch the last one, we're on to the next. All right, we've got the tip. Exeter right to left on your radio dial. Kevin Sens will get the tip. Exeter in the offensive set. Brady Murray gets it to Kevin Sens. He looks to drive. Bryce Detweiler covers him. Here's Aiden Dauble driving lane. He's blocked off by Kohler. Back it back out to Alex Kelsey. Fire it near side beyond three. Aiden Dauble looks to drive on Kohler, nothing there. Hand it off to Alex Kelsey. He gets by the defender, goes up to the from right to left off the glass and scores. He's got the first bucket of the night. 2-0 Exeter. Galantuomo will be the ringleader for Mifflin. They're in their home whites, maroon number and lettering. Exeter in their black. White numbers, blue and white stripe down the side. Mifflin in the offensive set. Galantuomo has Alex Kelsey on him. Take it to the far side. Pletz bring it to the near side. Detweiler has it way beyond three. Here's Kohler looking to drive, but Aiden Dauble won't let that happen. Galantuomo out on three. Looks to drive by Alex Kelsey. As he's in the air, he tries to get the ball to Jameer Johnson, who's beyond three baseline, but it's too far for him. Goes out of bounds. It's a turnover. And Reese Garvin brings it into Alex Kelsey, who hands it off to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble. Detweiler picks him up. Here's Sens, looks to get by him. Johnson doubles him. Reese Garvin gets it for a three. No good on the left side. Ball bouncing around. Governor Mifflin able to save it. Pletz gets it to Galantuomo. Alex Kelsey puts full court pressure on him. Get it to Johnson beyond three on the left side, looking to drive on Garvin, nothing there. They back it out to three. Galantuomo takes it to the top of the key, gets it to Detweiler. They bring it back to the near side. Not a lot of cutting to the basket thus far for Governor Mifflin. A lot of rotating, trying to bring the Exeter defense out from the basket. Nothing there. Johnson hands it off to Galantuomo. They rotate it around three. Pletz has it. Brady Murray guards him. Here's Detweiler putting up a three. No good. Brady Murray with the rebound. Hands it to Kevin Sens. They look to push it. Alex Kelsey has it. He looks to drive, and as he does, he slides his feet. They're going to call him for the travel. It's an Exeter turnover. 2-0 Exeter, 5.40 to go here in the first. Mifflin, ironically, has a little size, 6-2, 6-3 in the starting lineup, but a lot of times they'll play an outside game. They look to a cutting Kohler, not there. Aiden Dauble comes up with it. Kevin sends on the fast break, gets it to Reese Garvin with a shoulder fake. He gets Johnson up in the air. So we'll see if they call him in the act of shooting. They they don't. It'll be on the floor. You really hear the ref, Darren. (laughs) Exeter will bring it into the right of their own bucket. Kevin Sens looking, looking. 
Brings it into Brady Murray. Aiden Dauble has it, 10 feet beyond three. Here's Kevin Sens on the right side. He hits a cutting Alex Kelsey, a beautiful pass. pass. Lays it off the glass on the right side and scores. Alex has all four of the eagle points. Four nothing at the five minute mark here in the first. Blitz gets it back to Detweiler. They rotate it to the left. Johnson tries to drive lane left to right. Reese Garvin, a nice job blocking him off. A big part of Governor Mifflin's game is going to be rotating it around three, trying to bring the defense out and maybe hit a back door every now and then, but for the most part, they're looking for outside jumpers. Galantuomo can hit some big-time threes, as can Detweiler. They're still moving it around beyond three. Alex Kelsey picks up Galantuomo. He can't shake him. He gives it up to Pletz, top key. Kohler brings it near side back to Galantuomo. Alex on him, nothing happening. Rotate it to Johnson. He tries to drive left to right. There's nothing there. Johnson in the lane, gives it up to Pletz for a short eight-footer. No good. Reese Garvin with the rebound, hands it off to Kevin Sens, who pushes it up court. Here's Alex Kelsey for a three on the left side, and he drills it. Alex, seven points, and guess what? It's 7-0 Exeter. 3.50 to go here in the first. Ian, Governor Mifflin can't get anything close to the basket thus far. They have Johnson, number number 10, and he just doesn't even make an attempt to get inside the paint. Matt Kohler puts up a three on the far side. It's good. They're going to call a foul on the floor on Governor Mifflin. So Exeter will bring it in full court. Their outside game is just too much. I'm like, Big Johnson, John, Jameer Johnson has to be able to cut on the inside and be able to post. We have a smaller team, so he should be able to get inside and post up. Five foot 11 inch junior guard Stephen Mayo in the game. Javian Pletz takes a seat. Kevin Sens has the dribble, gets it to Aiden Dauble, looking for a backdoor cut to Kevin Sens. Beautifully done off the glass, and he scores. Ian running the. Backdoor cut to perfection thus far is Exeter. Yeah, they're definitely working that backdoor. Just keep on doing that, attacking the paint. 9-3 Exeter, 3-10 to go in the first. Here's Detweiler blocked by Alex Kelsey. Kevin sends mm. on the drive, but he loses the ball. Galantuomo, it's loose. They're battling for it. It ends up in Aiden Dauble's hands. Give it to Alex Kelsey. He tries to drive baseline, but they're going to... Call him for the travel. I thought he got bumped <laughs> wow. by Matt Kohler, which caused the travel. But they actually cause a tra- or call the travel, I should yeah. say. I thought he was bumped first, too, Darren. It looked that way. Alex will take a seat. Devin Nestor will come into the game for Exeter. Galantuomo has the dribble. Nestor picks him up three-quarter court. Not a hard press, but they're going to make sure that he's not open for a three. Obviously, they've watched some film on him. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set. Mayo has it, gives it up to Galantuomo. He's trying to shake Devin Nestor. That's not happening. Kohler has Aiden Dauble all over him. Here's Mayo trying to drive lane. Gives it up to Detweiler for a three near side. No good, but Johnson has the rebound, drives. Can't get his shot to go left baseline, but Reese Garvin will be called with the foul, and Johnson will go to the line for two. But see, with Mifflin, when they have no inside presence, which is just swing the ball in the outside, you have to be able to attack on the inside. 
Johnson a 65% free throw shooter. It's in the air. This first one is good. 23, He'll have one more. Detweiler takes a seat. They bring in Cam Faramon. Johnson second in the air, rims around, no good. Aiden Dauble has the rebound. One of two from the line. 9-4 Exeter, 2-10 to go here in the first. Here's Kevin Sen's top key, puts up a three, no good, off to the left. Johnson with the rebound, hands it to Galantuomo. They'll set up the offense. Johnson looks to drive on Nestor, puts up a wicked wild shot from about 10 feet straight away, no good. Kevin Sens pushes it up, gets it to Devin Nestor driving baseline as he tries to get it out to Aiden Dauble. It's taken away by Mayo. Here's Kohler driving, nothing there. They battle for it. Governor Mifflin comes back down with it. It's loose. Johnson goes up for a shot, no good. Ending up in the hands of Aiden Dauble, gets it to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble on the right side, looking to go by Mayo. Makes a move in the mm. lane, puts it off the glass and scores. Kevin Sens has his fourth point of the night. 11-4 Exeter, 1.15 to go in the first. Jaden Ware in the game now. Galantuomo drives lane, couldn't get it to fall. Exeter, excuse me, Governor Mifflin with two attempts. Johnson able to put it back in. His third point. Exeter in the offensive set. It's 11-6. We're under a minute to go. Reese Garvin has the ball taken away by Mayo. Get it ahead to Johnson. Jaden Ware able to run him down, but they're going to call a foul on the floor. I don't think this was going to be in the act of shooting. See, I'm like, Exeter has to stop turning the ball over. This is, team is not even on their level. You're having four turnovers this early in the game. Like, settle down and control the ball. Two team fouls apiece. Aiden McGee comes into the game. Reese Garvin takes a seat, as does Kevin Sens. Tyler Flanders also in the game. Inbounded to Matt Kohler beyond baseline three <laughs> on the left. And as he's basically trying to set it set up, he slides his feet. It's a travel. Kohler just glancing over at the official. Not exactly sure what happened there. But Aiden McGee has the dribble. Get it to Tyler Flanders. He'll give it to Jaden Ware beyond three. Here's Aiden McGee with a three from straight away, and he drills it. Aiden McGee with his first bucket on the night, extending the Exeter lead to 14-6, under 30 seconds to go here in the first. Galantuomo gets it to Mayo, beyond three left side. Bring it to Matt Kohler, top key. Renninger, Cole Renninger in the game now for Governor Mifflin. Get it inside. They bounce it outside to Renniger. Galantuomo looking to drive baseline. Mm. Triple teamed. Bring it back to Cole Renniger. He puts up an 18-footer right baseline. No good. Aiden Dauble with the rebound. And there's the buzzer for the first quarter. We've played one here in Shillington. It's Exeter 14, Governor Mifflin 6. We'll be back with second quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Loving, loving, I need it now. When I'm without 
daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Shillington taking a look at the five on the floor for Exeter. Jaden Ware, Aiden Dauble, Aiden McGee, Tyler Flanders, Devin Nestor. Governor Mifflin has it to start the second quarter. Stephen Mayo has the dribble. McGee on him. They try to get it inside. It's to Faramon. It's knocked away. Faramon comes up with it again off a nice pass by Mayo, and he puts it home. That's his first bucket, 14-8 Exeter. Here's a double three left side. It's no good. They battle for it. Goes out of bounds, but it's off a Mustang hand. So it'll stay right here. Alex Kelsey comes in. Devin Nestor will take a seat. Matt Kohler will take a seat. And LeBron Leaf, a six-foot sophomore guard, comes in for Exeter. Here's an inbound to Aiden Dauble, who goes up off the glass on the cut and scores. That's his first bucket. 16-8 Exeter. Here's Mayo driving the lane. Tyler Flanders tries to block it. But Mayo does a nice job getting to the rack, gets it to fall, and he'll go to the line for one. That young man is very athletic. It's just the way that he just moved to the paint. I'm like, we just have to cut that angles off. Mayo a 50% free throw shooter. He'll have one here. Few dribbles, takes a look. It's in the air, this one's good. A three-point play for Stephen Mayo, 16-11, Exeter. The Eagles in the offensive set. Here's Aiden McGee putting up a three straight away. It's an air ball. It'll go out of bounds and be Governor Mifflin ball. Ian, something that Exeter has to be careful of. It bit him in the Muhlenberg game. They can't just rely on the three. They're getting they're getting two or three happy again. One time in the, the first five minutes of the game, you're attacking the paint with Kevin and Alex. I'm like, the three's going to come. Just don't be impatient. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set. Reniger has it. Back it out. It's in Mayo's hands now. Still beyond three on the left-hand side. They get it to Johnson. Johnson tries to drive. He bumps into Tyler Flanders. They're going to give him the continuation. He hits the 15-footer from the right side of the paint line. Should he have gotten an Emmy for that performance? 
No, I, he, he flopped like he was LeBron James. <laughs> Dude, he, he, he rolled over backwards. He learned from LeBron James, man. <laughs> like, a, like a bullet hit you. Jameer Johnson will have one. A few changes on the floor. Kevin sends back in the game. Here's the free throw, no good, but he gets the rebound, puts it back up softly and scores. Well, here's an interesting stat. He averages five a game. He's got seven thus far. Here's Kevin Sens in the offensive set, trying to drive, goes right by everybody, but can't hit the layup. The Mustangs come with the rebound. Mayo has the dribble. Alex Kelsey picks him up. Renegar has it. Bring it to Detweiler near side. Kevin sends on him. He looks to drive, but this is going to be an offensive <laughs> foul on Detweiler. He tried to clear out Kevin sends with the left arm as he drove right baseline. Some of these calls, I'm sorry, they're just a little bit weak to me tonight. I'm like, I saw in Mullenberg game with some real physical play, and they weren't called. Like, these are like touchy fouls. Interestingly enough, the official who called the flagrant on Ware and then the subsequent technical on Coach Van Gorder refereeing this game this evening. Exeter in the offensive set. Kelsey has it. Looks to drive on Governor Mifflin. It's knocked away from him. He gets it back. Reese Garvin has it beyond three. Jameer Johnson able to come up, knock it out of bounds. So Exeter will retain. Kevin Sens will bring it in near court. Gets it to Alex Kelsey. Gets it right back. He's got the dribble looking to set up Stephen Mayo guarding him. Calls out the play. Dribbling right to left. Gets it to Reese Garvin just inside a three on the right side. Hands it off to Sens who looks for a three. Puts it up and rattles it home. That's Kevin's first three on the night. He's got seven. It's a 19-15 Exeter lead. We're at the 5-10 mark of the second. Mustangs in the offensive set, rotating it around three. Renninger looks to drive on Brady Murray. Nothing there. Backing out to Johnson. Cam Flareman has it. Get it to Javian Pletz. Jaden Ware all over him. That's going nowhere. Take it to the far side. Renninger has it. He's just playing catch with Mayo. Mayo tries to drive on Alex Kelsey, but nothing there. They back it back out to Renegar. Well beyond three, give it to Jameer Johnson. He's got the dribble. Reese Garvin on him. Looked like a travel on Johnson, not called. Get it to Flareman. He's beyond three, handed off to Mayo, who thinks about a three. Deep left, nothing there. Get it over to Cole Renegar. He can't do anything. Johnson tries to drive on Reese Garvin, nothing there. Get it out to Renegar. He'll kick it back to Johnson for a three. No good, but Pletz wow. has the rebound on the opposite side. An extended Mustang offensive set here, but they're not able to put anything down yet. Try to hit a back door to Pletz, but a nice hand in the lane by Brady Murray. Kevin Sens goes the length of the floor, but can't get the layup to fall. Here's Governor Mifflin. Johnson drives to the lane up under the basket and scores. He's got nine. It's a 19-17 Exeter lead. Reese Garvin puts up a three. No good. Rebounded by Flareman. 
And the Mustangs have a chance to tie this up. Here's Mayo with the drive, get it inside to Flareman, back to Mayo, he puts it up, drops it in. He's got five, and there's a, is there a timeout on the floor? No, there's not, just wholesale changes. But we're tied at 19, 3.31 to go here in the first. Excuse me, the second. Oh man, this is crazy. Kevin Sens has the dribble. Takes a look over at Coach, sets up the play. Here's Kevin Sens looking to drive, back it out to Reese Garvin. He's going to drive the lane. Ball gets knocked out of his hands. It's loose. Ends up in Brady Murray's hands. He looks to drive. Here's an 18-footer from the left side, and he hits it. Nice drive shot by Brady Murray. His first bucket. The Eagles back up top by two, 21-19. Just under three minutes to go here in the second. Andrew Galantuomo back in the game. Flareman gets it to him, 18, eight feet baseline left, but he backs it out. Nothing there. And Governor Mifflin moves the ball all the way back 15 feet beyond three straight away. They're going to hand it. Cross-court pass to Johnson. Johnson will get it back. He's looking to drive, loses it, gets it to Flareman. Nice hands there. Alex Kelsey, and ultimately it will go off of Johnson. Out of bounds. Quick hands there for Exeter. And they'll have it. Inbound it. Ultimately, Kevin Sens has the dribble straight away. Mayo on him. He gives it up to Aiden Dauble. Fire it. Back to Reese Garvin for a three straight away. No good, but Aiden Dauble, huge with the rebound. Poked away from him. Johnson has it. Hands it off to Galantuomo. Two minutes to go here in the second. 21-19 Exeter. They're going to call a foul on the floor. I think it's going to be on Alex Kelsey. The, the thing with oh. Exeter right Sorry. Actually, yeah. I think they're going to give it to uh, Aiden Dauble. Go ahead. The thing with Exeter right now. They were trying to get Reese a shot, but they have to make it easier for him because he's struggling with a three-pointer right now. So get him an easy two-pointer. Governor Mifflin inbounds it. Cam Flareman has it. Looking for Galantuomo on the back door. Nothing there. Alex Kelsey shuts that down. Here's a moving pick. At least it looked like it. I think they're going to call Alex Kelsey for the foul. Up oh, there. No, okay. it's going to be an <laughs> offensive foul on Cam Flareman. He put his hip out there to try to, uh, as far as a pick is concerned, got a little too aggressive. Took Alex Kelsey off his feet with the pick, and they call Flareman for the foul. Exeter inbounds it to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble, crossing midcourt. Hands it off to Alex Kelsey. Off the glass, no good. Gets his own rebound. Looks to go up again, but he fires it back. It gets into... Mm. Reese Garvin's hands for a baseline three, and he drills it. That's a big one for his confidence. He drills it. It's a five-point Exeter lead with 1.20 to go here in the second. Mustangs in the offensive set. Just rotating it beyond three. Bring it back straight away to Kohler. Galantuomo has it. He's looking to drive on Kelsey. Nice job, Sens. Here's Johnson putting up a three. No good. It ends up in Reese Garvin's hands, but Matt Kohler slaps it away. 
There's no foul, but as Kohler tries to pick up a loose ball, he's fouled. They give it to Kevin Sens. And we've got a timeout on the floor. We'll see. It is a full timeout. 59 seconds to go here in the second, a 24-19 Exeter lead. We'll be right back after these messages. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. We are back at Shillington. Ian, we're talking about it. We'll probably beat a dead horse here, but the two things that have really been challenging Exeter thus far, missing the threes, simple turnovers, and it's plaguing them again tonight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, they're, they're having open looks on the three-pointers, but the turnovers, that's on-pressure turnover, and this is not even a good defensive team. So we'll see what happens. The Mustangs in the offensive set, rotating it around three. Galan Tuomo has it just a step or two inside of mid. Get it to Mayo on the left-hand side. He's beyond three. Kevin sends on him. Bring it to Johnson at the top. Reese Garvin him. Get it to Kohler beyond three left. Aiden Dauble on him. Alex Kelsey guards Andrew Galan Tuomo. He's got the dribble, tries to get by him. Alex keeps him back there. It's almost as if Governor Mifflin tries to lull you to sleep with all of the perimeter passing, hoping that you'll lose track of somebody inside. Here's Cam Flareman driving right to left. Nice job, Brady Murray. Johnson drives baseline, tries to get the ball back to Galantuomo, but it's outside of his reach. Goes out of bounds. Johnson got stuck up in the air after driving baseline. It's a turnover, and Exeter will bring it in. Reese Garvin gets it to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble. We're under 10 seconds. We'll see as far as who's going to put up a shot. Under five, here's Reese Garvin driving lane. Kick it out to Alex Kelsey for a shot at the buzzer. The three won't fall. We've played one half here in Shillington. It's Exeter 24, Governor Mifflin 19. We'll be back with halftime comments after these messages you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Through the years that the Exeter Sports Network has covered Exeter sports, we've been here for a lot of great moments. Team and individual triumphs alike. And we brought it all with a smile, a laugh, and a deep appreciation for the athletes and coaches we've covered. Moments like this opening kickoff return. Kicking off for Muhlenberg, he goes 6'2", 230 pounds. 
He puts the ball into the nighttime air, and we are underway. Jacob Wolf takes the ball on the 10. He's got the 20. He's got the 30. The 40 breaks it right to the outside at the 40 of Muhlenberg. The 30. He outruns him. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Exeter. A 90-yard kickoff return for Jacob Wolf. And Exeter on the board, 6-0. Who will ever forget the 2021 Football District 3 Championship? This is going to be it. It's going to be victory formation. That October 8th game, 56-21, that's in the rearview mirror. Exeter will go on to win this game. People, your feet may be getting cold, because hell is about to freeze over. Here's the snap. He takes a knee. Exeter's going to win tonight's football game. The unbelievable has happened. Exeter has come into Mifflin Stadium and beat the number one team in the state. Can you believe it? Do you believe in miracles? Yes! It's over. Exeter's done it. 31-28. History has been made in Mifflin Stadium tonight. We will be back with post-game comments after these messages. You're listening to the victorious Exeter Eagles on the Exeter Sports Network. In boys basketball, we had this call of the thrilling victory in 2021 over Wilson. He's on the line, he's got his second, it's coming. And that is no good, it is a two-point Wilson lead. They're on the fast break, they get it to Anthony Cachese. They back it out to Joey Schlopper. Go cross court to Teddy Snyder. He puts up a three. It's good! Six seconds to go. He hits it. Wilson calls timeout. And Exeter with a one-point lead on a huge three from Teddy Snyder. And who could ever forget the amazing run of the 2023 Exeter boys basketball team, the District 3 title. The Barons in the offensive set. They couldn't get it to fall. Kevin Sens has the dribble. 10 seconds to go. Now it's in Zion Paschal's hands, and how fitting is it for him to hold on to that ball while the final four seconds roll off the clock. And your Exeter Eagles are the District 3-5A champions. The game against Peters Township when they advanced in the state tournament. The Indians will bring it in. McCullough has it to the left of the basket. Jaden Ware there. He's looking, looking. Gets it deep to Nate Miller, puts up a long three, no good. Jaden Ware has it, zeroes on the clock, and Exeter goes to the semifinal, 75-72. The clinching game that sent them to the state championship game. First one's up, it's good. I don't know if you looked over at coach or not. Here's where you just anchor it deep, but he hits okay. close. All right, well, game's now over. Now there it is. Game's over. They roll it in. Alex Kelsey touches it. The clock goes zero. And Exeter has pulled off the upset. 51-47. We've also been here for the individual triumphs. In baseball, we heard this bomb from Devin Sheeran. One ball, one strike to Sheeran. Here's the pitch. It's a breaking ball. Sheeran gets all of it. It's got a chance. He looks up. It's gone. Wow. A grand slam for Devin Sheeran. And in the bottom of the four, first inning, it is 4-0 Exeter. While in softball, Haley Schwenk bombed away too. Second pitch of ball. Evens the count at one. 
Green Valley's pitcher struggling a bit here. Here's the pitch. It's a shot. This one has a chance. It's on its horse. It's gone. Haley Schwank with a rocket to left center. And it's 8-1 Exeter. In wrestling two years ago, we witnessed two Exeter wrestlers get their 100th career victory on the same day. Nick Nettleton. Right to a tie-up underhook. Duck Hunters lifts to a bear hug. Sets him down on the mat. Throws the half. This could be it right here. Puts him on his back. There's the fall for Nick Nettleton. And with it is his 100th career win. Fall in one minute and six seconds. And Johnny Miller. Miller with the first takedown here. Leads 2-0. Drives the half. Nelson across. And there it is. The fall for Johnny Miller in 28 seconds. And with it, his 100th career win. Most recently, we celebrated the awesome accomplishment of Grace Reedy, reaching her 1,000th career point in basketball. Goes around her back into the lane, and as she goes up for a shot, she's fouled. Grace Reedy will have two from the line. First on the way is good. Six of seven from the line. Here's the second. And she hits it, and there's a 1,000 points for Grace Reedy. Absolutely. A fantastic accomplishment here at Exeter. Through the four years that we've been on the air on the Exeter Sports Network, we've covered almost 300 games. We've witnessed victory, defeat, and pure elation. And we're not done. Here's to four more Thank years, you for joining. And then 20 more after that. Look for more in the coming years because we're just getting started, Exeter. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. 24-19, your halftime score. Looking at scoring in that first half for Exeter, Alex Kelsey 
would start off hot seven first quarter points. That's what he would end up with. Kevin Sens would match him with seven. Aiden McGee, Reese Garvin hit threes. They end the quarter with three, a bucket apiece. Brady Murray, Aiden Dauble, that makes up their 24. For the Mustangs, they're led by Jameer Johnson. <laughs> He's got nine. Stephen Mayo comes off the bench, adding five. Matt Kohler hits a three. And Cam Flaremon has a two for their 19. And Ian, <laughs> as we take a look at, again, you look on paper, and you're wondering, after that Muhlenberg game, obviously a game they probably felt that they should have won, you would think they would come out here and make a statement, but they're struggling. They're struggling mightily with their offensive rhythm, with their defensive rebounding, their turnovers again, and keeping this team in the game that should probably not be in the game with Exeter right now. This game is way too close. Indeed it is. And again, looking at some of the other challenges, Exeter has to drive the ball to the bucket. They're, they're getting an opportunity. They certainly have shown that they can do that, but they get maybe halfway, three quarters, decide to kick it back out, probably taking a few more threes in that first half than they really wanted to. Of all the ones they took, they've only hit four of them, yeah. probably tried between, I'm going to say, 12 and maybe around 12 ballpark in that first so they still need to take it to the rack in order to have an opportunity here in the second half. They have to get back aggressive where they were at the beginning of this game. And they're, Kevin right now stop selling for three-pointers and start attacking the basket like they were doing before. Here's Alex Kelsey driving the lane to start the third. Can't get it to fall. Rebound Detweiler hands it to Mayo. Mayo's going to set things up. Alex Kelsey goes for a steal on the pass to the right to Galantuomo. Can't get the ball, but he does collect Galantuomo. So yeah. he'll pick up the foul. <laughs> it's his first. Mayo will bring it in from the side. Get it to Galantuomo. Kelsey picks him up just across midcourt. Governor Mifflin right to left to start the third. Kohler has it, dribbling left and right. Beyond three, Aiden Double on him. Here's... Mayo looked like he slipped and traveled, but no call there. Brady Murray guarding him. Mayo now has it deep three beyond on the far left side. Decides to dribble it all the way to the opposite side to set up the play. Looking for Johnson inside to post up Garvin. Nothing there, so he backs it out to Galantuomo. And as Galantuomo is dribbling around, you're going to see as far as it's a Governor Mifflin foul. They'll give it to Kohler. It's a moving block. So a turnover for the Mustangs, and Exeter will have it. Reese Garvin will bring it in to Alex Kelsey. He hands it to Kevin Sens. Mayo picks him up. They're in the offensive set. Aiden Dauble has it. Bring it near side, Braden, Brady Murray, who puts up a three, and he drills it from the right side. Brady Murray with five, extends the lead to 27-19 Exeter. 6.40 to go here in the third. The Mustangs do the Harlem weave at the top of the key. Mayo has it on the right side, bring it top key. Kohler, Detweiler has it on the left-hand side. Kevin Sens picks him up. 
get it to Gallant Tuomo, but he backs it out to Mayo. He tries to drive on Murray, nothing there. And they reset it well beyond three straight away. Bring it near side Mayo. Johnson has it beyond three. Back to Mayo looking to drive on Sens. Sens cuts him off. Elbow right. Nothing there. They back it out again. Johnson has it. Reese Garvin picks him up. Give it to Mayo. Mayo tries to drive Lane. Does a nice job going by Reese Garvin on the left side. Able to put it off the glass and score. He's got seven. And here's a quick turnover by Exeter. Governor Mifflin has it again. Mayo puts up a three near side. It rims around and it falls. Ten points for Stephen Mayo. He's averaging 3.1 coming into this game. Here's a three from Kevin Sens. Bounce off the front rim, off the glass, and it drops. Sens has 10, a 30-24 Exeter lead. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set, rotating the ball right to left beyond three. Johnson has it. Take it further baseline left, Mayo. Detweiler has it. He's playing catch with Mayo. Brady Murray guarding him. Mayo looking for a backdoor cut. Nothing there. Bring it back up to the top of the key. Rotate it back to the left again. Kohler has it. Aiden Dauble guards him. Johnson looking to drive. Puts a shoulder into Reese Garvin, but Reese blocks his shot. Aiden Dauble comes down with it. Great defense, Reese Garvin. Kevin Sens has the dribble. Take it back to Aiden Dauble. He's looking to drive lane. Kick it to Brady Murray. He's going to try to go around him. Galantuomo, nothing there. Taking a look to see if there's a timeout on the court. There is. We'll see what this is. It's a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it right here and set it up for you. 4.28 to go in the third. It's 30-24 Exeter. Ian, seeing a little bit of driving to the bucket, but they have to take it even deeper. They, they, they have to keep on attacking the basket. Kevin has to get downhill, and when they start collapsing down, that outlet pass is going to be there because they're going to eventually start. Because really, there's not one person on Governor Mifflin's team that can stay in front of him or Alex. So you have to continue to attack and be aggressive. 4.28 to go here in the third. Exeter with a 6-5 advantage in points. Certainly certainly not lighting it up by any stretch of the imagination, Ian. This might be one of their lowest energy game that I've seen them play all season. Inbounded to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble. Straight away three. Looking to do something on Mayo. They rotate it all the way to the left. Brady Murray has it. Get it to Aiden Dauble as he gets it right at the free throw line, moving right to left. Shuffles his feet before the first dribble. So it's a turnover, and it'll be Mustangs' ball. With those turnovers, man, they, they, they're just keeping this team in the game all the time. Just, you, you have to stop turning over and stop reaching. Galantuomo has the dribble. He gets by Alex Kelsey. Puts up a shot from 10 feet off the glass. No good. Kevin Sens racing up. Gets it to Brady Murray. Brady runs it down, but then forgets that he ran it down with a dribble. Picks it up. Starts dribbling again. It's a travel. And just as you mentioned, the turnovers that you can't afford to have, there's another one. So because Murray will take a seat. Devin Nestor will come in. But you know, every, every turnover gives the team extra possessions. 
which you can't afford to have, especially in a close game like this. Mayo drives, gets it back to taking a look. I think it's Johnson. Galantuomo looking to drive right to left. Here's Mayo driving the lane. Can't get the layup to fall. Sends able to get it ahead to Alex Kelsey. He, he'll get Detweiler up in the air, but he can't get the layup to fall. And the Mustangs have the rebound. It's up reaching. There's Alex Kelsey, who is guarding Andrew Galantuomo. They're going to catch him for the reach-in. It'll be his second. Second team foul on Exeter this quarter. Governor Mifflin with one. 3.29 to go in the frame. The Mustangs inbound the ball. Galantuomo has the dribble. Kelsey comes out on him. Get it to Johnson. Elbow left. Looking to drive left to right on Reese Garvin. Nothing there. Get it over deep baseline three. Again, nothing, so they back it out. Javian Pletz in the game now for the Mustangs. Still rotating it. Exeter doing a nice job shutting down the threes. But the Mustang inside game is what has been killing Exeter tonight. Here's Johnson looking to drive. Get it out to Detweiler. He brings it to Mayo, top key, and they reset. Something the Mustangs try to do. They try to slow the game down, not try to give Exeter that many opportunities. Try to keep games close and then maybe steal one at the end. They're doing a great job of that right now. Governor Mifflin still in the offensive set. Get it to Johnson now in the paint. Kick it back out to Detweiler, who puts up a three. It rims out. They battle for it. It ends up in Reese Garvin's hands. Get it to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble. He's going to take it all the way to the rack, go off the glass. Can't get it to fall. No foul. And Governor Mifflin comes away with it. Two minutes to go here in the third. Still 30-24. Ian, that's one of those opportunities you have to capitalize on. You have on. to capitalize on that. You have to be, you, they missed two layups on back-to-back -back possessions, which would push the game out to um, um, 10 points. The Mustangs still in the offensive set. Try to go back door, but Aiden Dauble comes up with a big steal. He's out ahead of the group. He puts it in. There's a lot of contact. No foul. But Aiden Dauble comes up with the layup. The steal as well. He's got four. Here's Johnson driving the lane. He's able to get the paint off the glass and score. What do you mean five points, Darren? Here's Alex Kelsey driving on the left side. Can't get it up. Not able to get it off the glass. He was looking for the foul, and I'm not sure what happened. Well, there's a lot of body contact on one side, and they don't get a call. And other side, I'm like, if you touch them, they get a call. So we just have to, Edges had just going to play through that. So 32-26 Exeter, a minute to go here in the third. Here's Johnson driving left to right. Slides his feet, no call. Get it back to Javian Pletz. I'm sorry, LeBron Leaf for a three, and he hits it. 32-29. Here's Aiden McGee in the game now. 
Here's Johnson sticking his hand in McGee's face. Thankfully, they called a foul. It'll be the third team foul. Well, looking at the board, they actually have the second team foul for Governor Mifflin. Well, Exeter has a fight on their hand tonight, which I was really not expecting. Aiden McGee will bring it in for Exeter. He hits a cutting Reese Garvin with the left hand off the glass. Can't get it to fall, but Cam Flaremont will be called for the foul, and Reese will go to the line for two. Good backdoor cut there. Reese Garvin right to left from the free throw line. But that's another missed layup. We have to be able to finish those shots. Reese hits his free throws 78.9%. First one up and good. His fourth point on the night. He'll have one more. It's on the way. Bounces out. No good. 35 seconds to go, 33-29. Governor Mifflin tried to push the issue, but Exeter's defense stout. They back it out. Galantuomo has Jaden Ware guarding him. They'll probably look for the last shot here. Flaremont has it, top key. Devin Nestor guarding him. Back it out to Stephen Mayo. Aiden McGee on him. 10 seconds on the clock. Mayo trying to get by McGee, can't do it. They try to get it inside to Flaremont. It ends up in <laughs> Pletz's hands. He puts up a three, no good. Reese Garvin battles for it, and there's the buzzer to end the third. We've played three full here in Shillington. It's Exeter 33, Governor Mifflin 29. Fourth quarter action coming right up. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Well, Ian, as you mentioned, a game that we wouldn't have necessarily expected. A five-point halftime lead for Exeter, whittled away by one to four after a nine-point quarter. They're going to have to, dare I say, bring their A game here in the fourth. They have to bring the A game in the fourth quarter. Detwaller has not scored. Andrew has not scored. Kayla has three points. And it's still only a four-point game. So Exeter has to do something and stopping these other guys from scoring. So Governor Mifflin will have the ball to start the fourth. They're typical rotated around the outside until Jameer Johnson has been a big part of the offensive set. Cole Renegar has it. Get it to Javian Pletz beyond three right side, and they bring it back to the top of the key to set it up again. Galantuomo has the dribble, handed off to Pletz on the right, bring it cross court. Ends up in Kohler's hands. He plays catch with Johnson. 
Johnson tries to drive the lane. <laughs> Looked like he slid his feet. No call there. Johnson tries to drive baseline now. Nothing there, but there's a backdoor to Galantuomo, but he's too far into the basket. Bring it back out to the top of the key. It ends up in Kohler's hands. Johnson has it. Here's a cutter for Galantuomo on the left side, but he backs it out. Trying to drive on Kelsey. Loses control, but it's knocked out of bounds by Exeter. So the Mustangs will control. There you go. Speaking of, a minute off the clock, and the Mustangs yeah. still have possession. They're, they're just, their coach wants them to slow the game down, and exactly. They're not speeding up. He's not being rushed by anything. They just slow it down, and we're going to hold it and get a good shot and keep this game close. Plutz out of the game for Governor Mifflin. Stephen Mayo comes in. Renninger looking, 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 gets it to Mayo. Kevin Sens guards him. On the floor right now for Exeter, Alex Kelsey sends. Aiden Dauble, Reese Garvin, Brady Murray. For the Mustangs, it's Jameer Johnson, Stephen Mayo, Matt Kohler, Andrew Galantuomo, and Cole Redinger. Here's a three from Kohler on the left side. No good. It goes out of bounds. And it'll be Exeter ball. Held that ball for, ball for a million and a half, and they got no points out of that. So that's a big stand for the Exeter Eagles. Kohler comes into the game with 25 threes. Exeter doing a nice job. He's only hit one this evening. Here's Kevin Sens driving the lane. Back it out to Reese Garvin for a three near side, and he hits it. A big three for Reese Garvin. Seven points for him. It's a 36-29 Exeter lead at the six-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Mustangs in the offensive set. Here's Johnson trying to drive. Nothing there. Thank you. But as he drives the paint, stops, slides the feet, it's probably been his fifth or sixth travel thus far. And that's the first one that's been called. And that may have been the first one they called. (laughs) Needless to say, they did. So it's an ex- excuse me, a Governor Mifflin turnover. Exeter has it. Kevin sends with the dribble. Looks for a stack as he's driving to the basket. He loses control. It's a turnover. And Governor Mifflin ball. And we give it right back. A seven-point Exeter lead at the 540 mark here in the fourth. Governor Mifflin rotating it beyond three again. Bring it near side. Johnson has the dribble, backs it out. Got it to Mayo beyond three right side. Alex Kelsey walks out on him. Bring it to the top of the key, Kohler. Aiden Dauble guards him. Brady Murray on Detweiler. Here's Johnson driving lane. Kicks it out to Mayo for a three. That's short. Reese Garvin gets it. Able to get it ahead for Kevin Sens, who's got a fast break layup, and he misses it. Alex Kelsey there to clean it up. But before he can put it back up off the glass, he's fouled. And he'll go to the line for two. Again, Ian, that's a breakaway that, and you hate to harp on it, but Kevin needs to put that one off the glass and put it in. Kevin went to his weak hand when he was on the strong side already, and all he had to do was lay the ball in. Don't try to be fancy. Just lay the ball in. Alex Kelsey hits the first free throw. 
Sometimes you just keep the game simple. That's all we need to do. Kelsey hitting his free throw 70.3%. He'll have one more. It's on the way. It's good. Nine points for Alex Kelsey, a 38-29 Exeter lead. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set, under five minutes to go. Johnson has it, gets it to Mayo, who thinks about an 18-foot baseline jumper, not there. Johnson runs literally a nice pick down the lane, gets the pass, can't get it to fall, and as they battle for the rebound, it goes off of Exeter's hands. So Governor Mifflin will have it. A 38-29 game, Ian, you would think Governor Mifflin would have to pick it up a little bit at this point. They're going to have to pick the pace up. They cannot sit down here and run a minute and a half off every possession. Here's Kohler trying to drive on Aiden Dauble. He does. He's able to get it off the left side of the glass and score. Kohler with five. Exeter in the offensive set. Kevin Sens has it. Get it to Aiden Dauble. Bring it back to Alex Kelsey. Ten feet beyond three straight away. Bring it Aiden Dauble. He's looking to drive on Kohler. Nothing there. Gives it up to Brady Murray. Here's Kevin Sens. He's got Johnson on him. Back it out. Nice give and go to Kevin Sens, who goes up and under with the right hand and scores. Nice ball movement there. Aiden Dauble saw cutting Kevin Sens. It's a nine-point Exeter lead, and at the other side, Stephen Mayo goes in with a right-handed shot and scores, and there's a timeout on the floor. He's having a really good game tonight. It is a full timeout, 3.43 to go here in the fourth. It's a seven-point Exeter lead. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burke's County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Governor Mifflin coming out of timeout. Ian, as we mentioned, 40-33 Exeter going on a little bit of a run right there. They have the ball now, 3.43. They could play a little bit as far as slow it down, keep that ball, run some time off the clock, kind of do what Governor Mifflin's been doing. Yeah, you can run a minute and 30 off each possession here. It would be really key for Exeter. Good Here's shot. a back door to mm. Kevin Sens running right to left. Great look by Brady Murray. Kevin able to put it off the glass with the left hand and score. He'll go to the line for one as he's fouled. That's a great play coming out of a timeout to get a bucket and possibly a three-point play. 14 for Kevin. He'll have one here. 
It's short, no good. Mm. And as they battle for it, I think that's one of those own goal situations. Aiden Dauble will get credit for it, but it very well could have been Bryce Detweiler tapping it into his own bucket. Ooh. Here's Galantuomo driving the lane on the left side. Can't get the shot to fall, but he's fouled. They'll give it to Alex Kelsey. It'll be his third, and Galantuomo will go to the line shooting too. Possible to get his first point of the night. I'm like, this is, they've really played good defense on him tonight. Him, Detweiler, and Kaler. Almost 82%, and Galantuomo misses the first. Darren bringing the soccer lingo. Sometimes it has to happen. He'll have one more, a few dribbles. It's on the way. This one's good. 3.15 to go here in the fourth. It's a 10-point Exeter lead, 44-34. Exeter in the offensive set. Brady Murray brings it near side to Kevin Sens, who puts up a three and drills it. Kevin's third three on the night. He's got 17. Governor Mifflin, here's Detweiler putting up a three from left baseline, and he hits it. That's his first bucket. He leads, actually, seven and a half a game for Governor Mifflin does Detweiler. That's his first bucket. Exeter in the offensive set. Aiden Dauble has it. Get it to Kevin Sens. Take it cross court to Alex Kelsey. Reese Garvin in the game. Here's Brady Murray looking to drive. Pulls up. Gets it to Alex Kelsey. He decides to drive the lane. Gets it off the glass. Can't get it to fall. But I think they're going to call Bryce Detweiler for the foul. Alex will go back to the line for two. <laughs> Actually, they'll, they'll give the foul to Jameer Johnson. And I think we've got a timeout on the floor. We'll see if this is a full or a 30. It's a 30. We'll keep it right here. So setting it up for you, 47-37 Exeter, 2.17 to go here in the fourth. Alex Kelsey will be on the line shooting too, but the difference in this fourth quarter, Kevin, uh, Alex, and uh, team, they've been driving to the rack, picking up some fouls, getting to the line. But just like you said after halftime, Darren, they have to continue to drive to the paint, try to get fouls, try to keep pressure on the middle of... Governor Mifflin's defense, and they're doing that right now in the fourth quarter. And they're getting to the free throw line, and they're making their shots. And as much as we talk about a, a lot of physicality inside without maybe some fouls called that we would think, you keep doing that, and ultimately you are going to get the calls. You yeah. can't not get them. They're going to have to call them at some point. Just keep on being aggressive. Alex Kelsey on the line. First free throw off the rim, no good. He's got a second one coming. It's on the way. This one good. Alex in double figures with 10. 48-37 Exeter. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set. 2-10 to go here in the fourth. Johnson looking to drive on... Mm. Reese Garvin, but he can't hit his layup. Here's Kevin Sens 
running the fast mm. break, gets the ball off the glass with the left hand, scores. He's fouled, he'll go to the line for one. Put pressure on them, put pressure on them, put pressure on them, and you continue to get the free throw line and continue to make your shots. That is great commentary, Ian. <laughs> Kevin rattles home the free throw. He's got 20. It's a 51-37 Exeter lead. Here's Mayo trying to drive on Sens. Nothing there. Gallant Tuomo tries to drive baseline. Nothing there. Get it to Jameer Johnson. A free throw jumper no good. They battle for it. It's going to go off. Exeter's hands, apparently. It'll be Governor Mifflin ball. We're at the 145 mark here in the fourth. I do have to give Exeter a lot of credit. They play really solid defense when on the, on the defensive end tonight. Governor Mifflin inbounds it. Here's Kohler putting mm. up a three, and he hits it. It's Kohler's second three. He's got eight. Exeter brings it up, gets it to Alex Kelsey, but he backs it out. Kohler ends up fouling him. That's going to be the Mustangs' fifth foul of the quarter, so it'll send Alex to the line. Well, it was a tough fought game tonight. Really surprising that it was this close, but hey, find a way to win the games, man. Alex is first up and good. Few dribbles. It's on the way, it's good. 53-40 Exeter. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set. Detweiler tries to drive the lane, does. Puts up a soft eight-foot floater, and he hits it. Detweiler with five. Alex Kelsey drives, gets a deep pass inside to Aiden Dobble, who goes up strong. He's fouled before he can get the ball to drop, and he'll go to the line for two. He really played a good game tonight to Aiden Dobble on the, on the rebound inside and on the defensive side. Rebound the ball really well tonight. I will agree with you as far as the team defense. A, a real nice job as far as keeping those threes to a minimum where Kohler and Galantuomo can shoot big-time NBA threes, and they've really held them at bay tonight. Exactly. Wow. Dobble wow. 0 for 2 from the line. <laughs> Governor Mifflin puts up a shot, no good. Kohler with the rebound. Exeter knocks it away from him. It's under a minute to go here in the fourth. Exeter with an 11-point lead. Dauble will come out. Tyler Flanders in the game. Yeah, this is one of those grind-em-out type games. Governor Mifflin's coach had a great idea how you want to play this game, and he stuck to it. Inbound to Jameer Johnson. He can't get his layup to fall. Reese Garvin battles for it. 
And we're going to see if they're going to call a foul. Indeed, they will. It's going to be on Governor Mifflin. And Reese will go to the line shooting two. Again, the Mustangs in the bonus. A strong rebound there from Reese Garvin. Yeah, it was a strong rebound. He's, I know he's been frustrated the last couple of games that his threes aren't going in, but he just has to keep on being aggressive and keep on shooting the ball. 78.9% Reese hits the first. They'll have one more. It's on the way, bounces around, and it's good. Nine points for Reese. Here's Mayo driving the length of the floor. Can't get it to fall, but there's Johnson with the rebound to clean it up. Governor Mifflin gets the steal on the inbound, but they can't put it down. <laughs> Passing it to Mayo. Mayo puts up a three, and he hits it. A quick run here for Governor Mifflin. 55-47, still an eight-point game, but five quick points for the Mustangs. A 30-second timeout, so 30.1 on the clock. Turnovers, man. You, you, you want to <laughs> close out strong and, and not get sloppy, and unfortunately that turnover there is, is as you mentioned, yeah. just sloppy. It's just unnecessary. Just see where you're passing the ball and make a smart decision. Don't get trapped in the corner and don't make a pass into the middle of the paint where, the where all the defenders are. Coming out of the timeout, the five on the floor for the Mustangs, Galantuomo, Detweiler, Flaremon, Mayo, and Johnson. Mayo and Johnson... And we'll talk about this in the <laughs> post game. Between the two of them, they average eight points. Well, they've scored a few more than that between the two of them. They, they, they have carried the, the Governor Mifflin team tonight. Reese Garvin inbounding the ball. Throws it deep to Alex Kelsey. It's taken away by Johnson. He's driving up. He pushes off. No call. Fleuramon gets it to Galantuomo, but it's down at his feet. It goes out of bounds. So it'll be Exeter ball, 21.4 to go. Exeter will have it. Just a matter of running off these final uh, seconds on the clock. Alex Kelsey has the dribble. Tries to go around Mayo and Detweiler. One of the two fouls him. So Alex will go back to the line for two. Yeah, well... Sometimes you just got to survive some of these games. <laughs> Something Aaron. as far as a potential trap game, mm. knowing they're 1-5, in 5-10 five, five overall, so you might be a little more willing to ease up. Yes. They ease up a little bit too much for my liking. Darren, we know that in a few weeks, Detweilers are going to be a problem for us on the baseball field. Indeed he will. He has been the last two years. Very talented young man. Second one is short. Here's Governor Mifflin racing down court. Ends up in Johnson's hands, and he <laughs> able to put it up off the glass and score. Oh, my goodness gracious. He's got 15. 
Yeah, the guy, guy averages <laughs> five points a game. I'll he tell you what, yeah. Tonight. <laughs> yeah, between him and Stephen Mayo. They, they, they kept them, they kept government in this game because, man, if they didn't score, this game was going to have been ugly. Matt Kohler leads Governor Mifflin with a 10.8 points per game average. Tonight, he's got eight. So, yeah, they needed the scoring to come from somewhere else. Darren, is Johnson the quarterback on the football team? There are two Johnsons on that team, right? I will defer to when I can see a roster. I don't. I, I thought Javian Pletz was the QB for Governor Mifflin. Okay. So, so Johnson is the wide receiver. Probably so. Okay. Well, well, I can see it on that possession there. They just caught that ball out of the air. That was a nice catch. Kid's got hands. It does have hands. We come back from timeout. 8.8 seconds on the clock. 56-49 Exeter. Exeter will have it. They're bringing it in full court to the right side of their own bucket. Reese Garvin has it. He's looking. He's looking. He'll get it to Kevin Sens. Kevin holds on to it. They foul him. Not exactly why you would foul at this point since it is a seven-point game. But like you said earlier, uh, um, Jerry, the energy, I'm like, and this game was a close game. So you thought the energy would have picked up in the building? Right, right. I mean, the energy has not picked up in the building at all during the course of this game at all. Kevin sends on the line, puts up the first one. It's good. And, and like I said to you, even, even the referees look blind. <laughs> Everybody's blind here tonight. <laughs> Kevin will have one more. It's on the way. He hits it. Three for three from the charity stripe. Under five seconds. Governor Mifflin in the offensive set. Oh! Andrew <laughs> Galantuomo puts up a three at the end of the game and hits it. Wow. For, for his first bucket of the night. For his only <laughs> bucket of the night. Wow. And a final 58-52 Exeter. We will be back with post-game comments after these words. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragosports.com. 
a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. My mom has taken up going to the park to practice yoga. My dad's going to a club, but not a book club, a salsa club. Finding new hobbies comes with age. My mom has started getting lost and not knowing where she's going. Becoming lost or disoriented doesn't. Confusion with time or place may be a sign of Alzheimer's. An early diagnosis can help improve the quality of life for your loved one. Learn the warning signs of Alzheimer's at 10signs.org. Brought to you by the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Back to Shillington, an Exeter win tonight. 58-52, Ian, before we get into the specifics as to scoring, it was a struggle tonight. It was a big struggle, I, I, which, um, like I said before the game, I thought, I thought Exit would have won by 20 because, just because they're completely a better team than the, than the Mustangs. But coach, the coach for um, Governor Mifflin had a great game plan. They slow it down, and they're not going to have them run out. And, and that's exactly what they did. They played their pace, and Exeter could not speed them up. For Exeter, Kevin sends. He would have a fourth quarter spark, scoring 12 in the quarter, would end with 22. Alex Kelsey with 13. Reese Garvin with 9. Aiden Dauble would add 6. A, a solid game for him in that second half. Brady Murray, 5. Aiden McGee would add a 3. Looking to Governor Mifflin. So here's what we were talking about. Their top two scorers, Matt Kohler and Andrew Galantuomo, if you take a look, they average over 19 a game. In this game, between the two of them, Galantuomo four, Matt Kohler eight, so 12. They hold them to 12. However, as we talked about, Ian, you take a look at Jameer Johnson and Stephen Mayo, the two of them average 8.1, 30 points on the night. That's huge. One time you can get players that's lesser players that don't, you don't expect them to score, and they come out huge tonight with 15 and 15, a 5 and a 3.1 averages. That's what kept them in the game tonight, and they, they did a great job just being patient and just trying to get Johnson on the inside. Indeed. Looking at some film for Governor Mifflin, they will fire away 
the three at will. Now, they actually hit seven tonight, but Exeter, a nice job as far as pushing out, getting those point guards, getting those forwards well beyond their comfort zone on the three. So good job, Exeter defense. No, they, definitely, they weren't giving Detweiler and Kaler and Andrew any space. So it, it, until the fourth quarter when they it, when they had to start forcing up shots. So Exeter's defense overall was really solid tonight. So other than on Johnson and Mayo, which just came, they, they just they just find a lightning rod tonight. So I don't expect them to do that every night. Yeah, again, give Governor Mifflin a lot of credit coming into a game like today. I, you said it best. On paper, and we always say this, it looks like, mm-hmm. I mean, Exeter's got the better team. They've got balanced scoring among four or five players. You're figuring they're going to blow them out. Governor Mifflin slows the game down, tries to limit possessions. Unfortunately, Exeter's turnovers continue to plague them, which it falls right into the hands of the Mustangs. But Exeter hung around, hung around, and in that fourth quarter they took over. They found a way to win this game, which is a really big win going forward. Because I mean, you, you find a way to be tough enough to be able to, even with time, everything was stacking up against you in a tight game against a lesser opponent, you find a way to win. So that's a big step for the exit tonight. Indeed. That will wrap up the game portion of our broadcast this evening. There is someone else that we're going to bring in right now, and that's our intern, Ava Strauss. I understand tonight is her last game. As intern with Jerry Gelliff Media, of course, the Exeter Sports Network, just wanted to let you know that you have been an absolute spark plug uh, for all of our broadcasts as far as your sideline reporting, your podcast, which has been phenomenal. And we just wanted to make sure that we appreciated everything that you've done for us and wish you nothing but the best. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I've learned a lot throughout football season and now a little bit into basketball, wrestling, and I've just had the best time ever. And I'm sad that I'm going, but I had the best time. So So let us know as far as what your plans are, where you expect to be. Obviously, you're graduating, so where, where might you expect to be in a few short months. I applied to a good amount of schools, and I heard back from a few, but I haven't made a decision yet. So when I get that answer, I will let you know. And what would you like to go to school for? Um, I plan to study mass communications, but specifically sports broadcasting and journalism. See, this is so. why it worked, Darren. <laughs> hey, are, you guys want to say something? Please, it's not about me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I, I'll tell you that I j- today filled out her final intern evaluation. Where are the tissues? And yes, get ready. I should <laughs> I, have music. My makeup's playing. coming off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we should have this. You didn't think about background music while you were I, doing I, this. I didn't think a of little that violin. That would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 what I wrote in the the final comment section is how well she fit in with our crew, what she brought to this team. And that everybody on our team got to know her, like her, and love her as a human being. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's the measure of the person. Thank you. She's spectacular. She is spectacular. I've mean, I, I watched her and her brother grow up since they were small because Alice has been playing sports with <laughs> Finn and is, her dad has coached them. And I'm very proud of you, Ava. I'm like, I wish you the best of luck and Thank you. whatever you do. Okay? Thank you so um, much. And, and I hope that I do see you on TV because I'm like, that's my girl right there. Right. So <laughs> Give a shout out. <laughs> that's right. 
So make sure that you stay in touch with us. Make sure we yes. know as far as what track you take, and you know that we'll be there rooting you on every step of the way. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So, Jerry, again, Ava Strauss, our intern, again, thank you. Appreciate everything, and, again, best wishes in all of your future endeavors. And we take a look at some upcoming broadcasts on the Exeter Sports Network. Friday, January the 26th, will be in Exeter. It's a key Burks crossover game between the Exeter Eagles and the Wilson Bulldogs. So, Ian, obviously a game tonight against a Burks 1 foe. That Wilson game is going to be huge. It's going to be a huge game, and that place should be rocking next week. So I am very excited because they, Wilson is, they have a point guard over there, um, group or what, however you say his name. Uh, I know. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, don't worry. I'll, I'll try to listen to enunciation he, until he, we get to that point. Yes, I, he is a very special young point guard, and I'm very excited to see how they match up against Wilson because they have a very good team over there. That'll be the 26th. We turn right around on the 27th. We head to Robazonia. As the boys take on a Burks 2 matchup, the Conrad Weiser Scouts. So tune in for the Exeter Sports Network pregame show somewhere around 6.50. That's mm -hmm. typically what we're looking at. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit later, depending on what happens with the JV game. But needless to say, next week, Friday and Saturday, we will have basketball coverage here on the Exeter Sports Network. I, I forgot that we had a Saturday. We have a Saturday. That is the reschedule game it from Tuesday. From Tuesday. Because of weather. Yes, indeed it is. So that's what we have there. I got to get with Tom and find the time. They might change that time. They very Since well could a being a Saturday. That's right. Yeah. Well, friends, I think that will do it from Shillington, your final Exeter 58, Governor Mifflin 52. The Eagles remain in second place in Burks 2. They go to 4-2 and two in league play, 8-6 and six overall. The Mustangs fall to 1-6 and six in Burks 1, 5-11 overall. For Ian Kelsey, producer Jerry Gelliff, intern Ava Strauss, we're drying the tears as we <laughs> speak. I'm Darren Ziner. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. God bless. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Boys Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, the new Birdies Inn, Exeter's hangout spot for entertainment, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night. <laughs>